Shut up, I love it. Shut up. I love it. This is Joe Cabello. Uh, this is Sasha Filer, and I think we should just wrap it up here because Joe just gave away everything <laughs> in the first <laughs> word. <laughs> Guys, you Spoilers. already know what we're going to talk about. Let me just introduce our guest. How about that? <laughs> I don't think it's a big deal. I think they saw it in the show <laughs> title. They never um, see what they're... They, uh, I don't think they ever see. They just listen and then like it pops up. No? Okay. Yeah, you would know. You've, you've got the <laughs> analytics. I don't analyze enough. But we've got a very special returning guest. She's a performing artist, an actor, a certified cacao ceremony facilitator based in Los Angeles. Just, just to mention, just to remind you all, she loves making people laugh and dabbling in anything, everything considered woo-woo, including something very special that we're going to talk about today. Welcome, Natasha Mercado. Hi. <laughs> thank you thank you for having me oh my gosh i can't believe it i've been like in my head counting down until mm. the day that we talk about this oh uh, me too <laughs> me too so and, yeah you're you're a woo woo expert last time you came on the show uh doing woo woo with the cacao ceremony and now maybe things are about to get even wooier than they've ever wooed whether we wo- won't won't get a move or we don't won't they still will right like they still they will. will we woo you woo she woos you woo, oh. we all woo yeah tell us everything what are you here to talk about we're here to talk about ayahuasca oh my god man. we've gone we've, yeah. we've gone to like the joe rogan like zone have you had and now deer meat <laughs> Uh, I think I have a deer meat. <laughs> it's That's like amazing. eating a super athlete. That's ayahuasca. So what is, we all know here, everybody knows what ayahuasca is, but Natasha, would you tell us without maybe getting, what did you know about ayahuasca before you did ayahuasca? Uh, plant medicine from the Amazon. So ayahuasca is a root and it is a psychedelic and it's used to do your shamanic voyage through the ethers of the universe (laughs) as crazy as that sounds it was also a very good explanation of ayahuasca so very good way to set it up is it legal uh oh man i think it's illegal Mm -hmm. but like everybody does it like not everybody because it's a, like a unique experience but mm-hmm. it's it's spread out spread enough like at, at least in los angeles like there's the mm-hmm. ayahuasca parties that i keep hearing about. Oh, you told me about i the know ayahuasca i don't get invited party. to them but i keep hearing about people who've gone to multiple ayahuasca parties so i know they're out there they're not they're mm-hmm. out there um yeah it's permeated pop culture a lot more in the last like last five years or decade maybe even where you see travel shows talk about it even goop might talk about it. Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop. You think she um, talks about... Uh, yeah, she does in the first episode. Yeah, check it out. It's pretty good. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things that I think it's still... Nobody really knows what to make of it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about why you brought this to the show. What is ayahuasca as far as a shut up, I love it category for you? 
Oh man. Uh, it's something that when I found out what it was, I knew I was going to do it eventually, but I was very scared mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Uh, and now that I've done it literally years in the making to finally do it a couple months ago, I'm so glad that I did it. And I think it was an awesome experience. That is so fresh two months ago. Like you were yeah. like in the beginning of integrating all the experiences, I'm sure. Right. Like pretty much. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that's why I was like ooh, getting the little little uh, fairies jumping around in my tummy because they're like, what? Like you're going to talk about this experience. But I think it it's going to be really helpful and illuminating for myself as well. Yeah. Yeah. It might help. Uh distill some of those things into you to yeah. put them to words and discussion. Uh, so maybe I see it, this as being kind of the misunderstood category. Would you maybe? Oh, totally. Yeah. That? Yeah. I think, I mean, for me there, sure. There was an element of it where I'm like, what is it going to be like to trip balls? Um, Cause this was my first psychedelic experience like that. Um, and, but like mostly I was into it for the healing aspects of it. And I think that's where it gets misunderstood. It's not like a, like a druggy thing where you get effed up or whatever. Um, and you're, you're a woo woo queen. So you, <laughs> self you of course but... are going to do it well, yeah. you know, like versus there's people who take shrooms at a mm -hmm. party where oh, they don't know insane. anybody. And it's like, yeah. that's not good. And then there's people who take shrooms in a very uh, kind of ritualistic way for healing they're doing it to get over something and you seem like somebody who would do that naturally yeah yeah and it's interesting like the days uh in anticipation of the ceremony of doing aya um i had to remind myself that i was doing it intentionally i don't know why there's something that was very like humbling like go into it with respect because it's going to like rock me physically i don't know there was something that that made me very nervous about it and my the facilitator uh was like you're already in the process of ceremony when you start feeling those kinds of oh man i love that nerves like it's not just you sitting and you know having all these visions and information and download and stuff it's like when you make the decision and you start fasting and you start um you know, cutting things out of your diet in respect for the plant, like that's when it begins. You know, it's similar to, I have this like very woo-woo, like very interesting teacher, John, that sometimes I do hot yoga with, or in the, in the better world, I do it. Um, and he says sometimes very profound things in the middle of class, which always like blow your mind. And like, you always come out like, did I just trip? Like that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, the beautiful thing that, one, that he says sometimes is that, when you just start the breathing, whatever, like it's like a, a Hatha yoga. So you start doing with like um, a pranayama breathing. He just basically tells people, okay, like your body is going to hurt. You're going to feel this and that. But he's like, don't worry about it. Yoga is already happening. You can't stop it. So <laughs> yoga is already happening. Like you're there, you're on the mat and you committed to coming here on this mat. And then yoga just takes care of everything. And so you just can like whatever that experience will be. But the thing is happening. And I don't know, I'm just getting goosebumps just thinking about um, that because that was always very meaningful. And it sounds similar to, to you, like sort of the mindset, right? The set, uh, part of set and setting is already, yeah. uh, is already 
entering the journey. And yeah, I it's, setting, it's, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say setting and surrender mm. because it's already happening. <laughs> like this is something that I chose and uh, yeah. Well, it's this uh, really cool idea that I think has helped me of just like living in the present too, of it's all a part of it. You go to Disneyland and you're like, you're in the line and it's hot and you're like, this sucks. I, when are we going to do Disneyland? It's like, no, this is part <laughs> of it. The line is it. That's the awesome. drive there is part of the Disneyland. Yeah, the guy's like uh, like a, some some guy like cutting you off with like seven children in his minivan is part of it. Yeah, that's like that, if, that's <laughs> that's the fun too. You have yeah. to accept that with it and it, that's where it starts or else you are going to be just like when am I going to get high? Mm. And that's not yeah. where you want to be. Uh let's before we go too deep in the weeds uh just do a check-in uh although I think it's pretty clear with us um Sasha your experience with ayahuasca before this conversation and recording haven't done uh ayahuasca heard of it interested in it um done a bunch of DMT which is some some might describe as the distilled apex version of an ayahuasca trip in five minutes and I would love to compare compare those experiences with Natasha because I haven't done ayahuasca so maybe that's just something that people say and it's not true but um it feels definitely very otherworldly dmt and this whole thing of breaking into different space and immediately communicating with different entities and coming back within five minutes and then just being like super sober be like okay so should i go drive like wh what do i do like i'm can operate <laughs> machinery no problem like i'm good and you are um but i've never done ayahuasca very interested, but also, uh, as people, listeners might remember from the last episode, I was a little, like, skeptical, and then I found out, oh, Natasha did ayahuasca, and I wanted you, Natasha, to come and talk about it, because I feel like there is, like, like I have, like, suspicions of, like, how, how um, helpful are current ayahuasca offerings in the world, and we can get into that. Like, the way they're formatted right now is, is my question there. But we'll get into that. Joe, what about you? Uh, yeah, never done it, but also just been very interested for a long time, ever since kind of, like, discovering the power of shrooms and respecting the power of shrooms. Not that I've done them, uh, not done them recklessly. I've definitely uh, <laughs> So you were one of those guys. What, I'm going to get high at this well, party? Well, absolutely. <laughs> but I, I don't think I'd do that anymore. Right. Uh, you know, so that's one thing that's kept me from ayahuasca or DMT is like, okay, these are things I really want to honor and respect and like make sure I'm handling them carefully uh, because it's not just, uh, I don't want it to just be like, a, oh, this Saturday some guys got it. Like, no, I don't want to do it like that. <laughs> and who knows if I'll ever be r really ready to do it. Mm -hmm. But I, it really interests me. And I, um, it's one of those things I would be an advocate of, uh, you know, doing with care, which it sounds like you also are, as well as any other... Uh, psychedelic mm -hmm. before we get into the specifics of your experience natasha i wanted just to check in and see i mean it sounds like it was you know two months ago very recent but what psychedelics have you done before if any if any before you've done ayahuasca i have done truffles in amsterdam okay because shrooms are illegal there right so you had shrooms in that yeah yeah psilocybin stuff yeah, yeah. Um, I tried to do it twice, but then the second time I just puked everywhere. Mm -hmm. Oh, it hurt Party. my tummy. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what else? I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. I've done other things, but uh, I don't know. Can I list them? I don't think I would get in trouble if I listed them, right? It's it's parody. It's it's everything not that none of this parody. is true. We're making it up as we go. It's it's a it's, uh, it's uh, scripted. Don't matter. It's a scripted radio drama, and they okay, can ask good, me for good, the script. Good. Um, so my character, yeah, did <laughs> did MDMA before mm-hmm. and done like other things, but I don't know. Those don't count. I don't know. <laughs> this is interesting because to me, MDMA was almost like a gateway dr- drug in the most positive way into psychedelics. Because mm. like when I've done like D- uh, before I've done DMT or like pot never worked for me. Pot would always, even though it has psychedelic like elements oh, to it, yeah. but it's it does worse things to me than better things to me. Like it does so yeah. many bad things for me. I and get super mm-hmm. anxious. Super, super Not anxious, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. and 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 so yeah, uh, pot, and then so MDMA was taken. MDMA was for the first time feeling that euphoria and love for the world, and then I was like, okay, so I understand what is it that they're talking about mushrooms? Like, what is that? Like, it's there's they are like cousins, and so then taking mushrooms was like, okay, like that's like the meat, the meat of psychedelics. I feel like mushrooms. Never done LSD done dmt haven't done ayahuasca so that's kind of um yeah that's that was my journey so i i understand when you say mdma maybe you don't think of it psychedelics like with the first thing you hear because it's like a party drug but it has that love element right overwhelming love and physical like the vibration stuff that i think it's like puts them close to yeah i'm getting flashbacks right now i'm getting (laughs) we're all tripping (laughs) kind of experiencing flashbacks of it Oh, I was going to say that reminded me. I've also had a a puff of, like, DMT. Mm-hmm. Puff is all you need, I, I think. Like, half a puff because mm. her, her vape pen was dying, oh. my friend. And so, <laughs> so it was, like, literally, like, three seconds of, like, woo, I feel the whole <laughs> left side of my body. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that was oh. it. And then... Um, Oh, shoot. There's another one that you said in there, but I forget now. I feel like when we become normal again, we can all just get together, do DMT <laughs> for five minutes, and then mm-hmm. talk about it. Like, I'm totally into it. And like, then I, I operate heavy that. machinery. <laughs> and operate extra heavy machinery, which I don't know. We have to do it at, like, a factory, like a <laughs> meatpacking factory or something. Oh, yeah. that's An oil rig. <laughs> no, it's horrible. Uh, but I don't know what else machine, what other machinery you can think of. So if you think of better machinery... <laughs> Let me know. Uh, meanwhile, let's get into the very, very juicy part. So tell us, Natasha, how, what was your process when you were like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this, right? So mm-hmm. I, I think comedian Bill Hicks in the 90s talked about it comes the time, like an, oftentimes for many of us, like where we're like, we need to clean out the, the windshield. Like the third eye has been like, just dirtied up. Let me see what's, is, is that something you were pursuing or you're pursuing healing for very specific trauma and you don't have to get per- more personal than you feel comfortable on this podcast, but it would be interesting to know what were you looking? Cause I'm, when I do psychedelics, I always come in with some kind of agenda and then immediately gets like thrown away. When I start doing psychedelics, mushrooms are like, no, 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 this is not about that. Like it's yeah. never about that. They're like, forget it. This is a whole other thing I have for you. <laughs> so I wonder what was your state going in? 
It's a whole thing. It's a whole, whole thing. Okay. My, one of my dear friends, um, had gotten very sick. So that was kind of the impetus to it. It was like, we got to do this. Cause we had always talked about it and it was like, okay, this is the time. Like, even though I still feel a little nervous, like this is the time. And when I started talking to my therapist about it, she was like, <laughs> it's interesting that your permission slip comes in when someone else is going through something. And I was like, Ooh, okay. All right. And then, um, yeah, like, I guess I confirmed that we were doing it two weeks. So the ceremony started like two weeks beforehand just very nervous like any day that I started thinking about it I'd start getting like very anxious mm -hmm. and a lot of this anxiety and I feel comfortable saying this is that it was rooted in mental health stuff mm -hmm. that uh is in my family yep my grandmother is bipolar mm. yeah and so that was something that was kind of was explicitly told to me when I was 15 hey if you get too stressed out you might be bipolar and that was crippling. Mm -hmm. It was crippling. So for these experiences, I had always held back because I was afraid that, oh, no, it's going to make me, right. air quotes. Mm. It's, it's apparently a common thing for people with mental health history, say, in the family. Because I, I don't advise personally. I'm not a doctor, of course. Or even psychedelics, you know, like... Like I don't do it for a living, like teaching people about psychedelics, but I wouldn't recommend psychedelics to somebody who is like figuring out like really heavy mental issues at the time. Like, mm -hmm. like my, I have a bipolar brother with schizophrenia. And mm -hmm. so um, like I would never advise him to do psychedelics. But um, I also know of, I have friends who have decided to never do psychedelics before because they're afraid that it would trigger some DNA stuff because they have an aunt or or a grandmother who is ill or so I can definitely relate to that myself. Yeah. So th that was the thing that was making me so scared. That was like, oh no, am I on the edge of doing something that will really hurt me? But I thought about it a lot, a lot. And I, I felt confident enough in my own mental health and it felt like a really big adventure. So two weeks of that, <laughs> like stress sweats of like, yeah. No, yeah. what am I doing to like just no, like nauseous, like nauseous in your throat, like just like I can't, yeah, yeah, like no, this is what I want to do. I've wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. there, like there's something that is like pushing me to want to do this, and yeah. if I don't do this now, I, I'm gonna be so disappointed. I don't know. It, it didn't seem like there would ever be a time. I think there was. I I I wonder about that, and I think it is that divine in you. Like we all have a divine in us, like really wanting to do it and like really being like, no, we need this. And the human in you is like, but I'm scared. That's what humans do. Like, <laughs> that's what we mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so then um, I, would, I would like text the facilitator and be like, <laughs> okay, so what am I supposed to eat again? It's just <laughs> vegan, right? And she'd be like, yes, mm -hmm. you're good. The reason why you feel nervous is because you respect um mother ayahuasca like you're in a good place you're okay i already know this is going to be so excited and just hearing those words was already so comforting of like oh yeah this is going to be fun remember this is going to be like a good thing so, um and so you did it with your friend right the two of you 
Mm-hmm. It was my friend, and then we had um, our facilitator with us the whole night. Right. And how did you find these people? I'm not asking you to, you know, if you don't want to, you can bring up or not bring up the names of um, the clinic or facilitator. But um, how did you just go online? Did you hear from a friend where to find these people? She has been someone that I've worked with extensively. Mm. So I 1000% trust, respect. That's nice. And have experienced like her grounding work. So it felt very much like the ideal situation. And what was the preparation all of it? Was it just diet stuff or is there anything else to it? It was, she kept it very simple. Like, yeah, just diet stuff. And then I... (laughs) went to Google and was like, what am I supposed to be journaling? Mm-hmm. Like, what should I do? You know, uh, and like go on walks with nature, just connect. Mm-hmm. But like none of that was very relaxing with the state that I was in of like, take it in, take it in, ground yourself. Yeah. Are you grounded right now? You're like, yeah. not that I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell us um, about where, where, how, you know, however specifically, again, you want to get with anything we talk about on this episode. Uh, but where did you do it? We ended up doing it at my friend's apartment. Mm-hmm. So your friends, not the facilitators. Mm-hmm. 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 And why did you choose that place? Chose that place. It seems safe and cozy. Mm-hmm. That seems legitimate that's something i would want i would want that from my ayahuasca trip um so do people shit buckets or not uh no no i did not puke mm-hmm. i did not like you did with uh, the, the chocolates back in amsterdam but i did with the yeah those truffles mm-hmm. Ugh, do not mm-hmm. recommend uh but um no i didn't puke or anything it it, ugh, the most annoying part was the fasting the day of. Like, yeah. I couldn't eat anything starting at 9 a.m. And we ended up doing it at 8 p.m. And that being the first thing that hit my tummy, I was kind of afraid. Um, but it was okay. That and- sounds insane to me. Like, because I have done a lot of mushrooms on like like more than I should have, but on an empty stomach with like mm-hmm. a little bit of like green juice or something like that. Like I just mixed it all together and I just drank it one time. It was after hot yoga too. Like I took my yoga at 11 a.m. Wow. I was like, I'm good. I'm just going to do mushrooms. And then like my brain was exploding. It was like I've gone through all the stages I wanted to go through with the mushrooms where I'm the same with God. I understand how the universe works. I've created and blew up a bunch of universes. I've learned from it, came back as a human. And then we're going just like into this place where my brain is exploding <laughs> yeah. and it's not fun anymore because I have like no sense of identity at this point. Like yeah. n- not even like zero identity where I'm like, oh, I'm part of everything. It's more like I just don't. I just, I'm not, I am not. And that was not good. And that was because of the empty stomach. I know it for sure for me. So mm. it's very brave of your facilitator to be like, you've been fasting for two weeks and now you don't eat at all. And like, this is like, you're just going to go so deep, man. Like, and we were wearing blindfolds. Okay. So the whole time for however many hours. For I kept mine on for <laughs> like, okay, so, so this is what we did. We All had right. it, we ate it. It was in a little bit of um, cacao. Mm. We ate it. 
Listen to the former episode, Black Cacao. <laughs> yeah. And the facilitator's there, chilling. Facilitator's there, chilling, playing music for us. Sober, obviously. She, sober, I mean, mm-hmm. she's not taking the drug, the, the, yeah. the medicine. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then it was like a slumber party. It's like we're sitting there, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Now we wait. <laughs> starts to hit us. I'm getting it as I'm like just like listening to you. Like, I'm just like, I know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> when it starts to hit us, put on your uh oh, your blindfold man. and so it's like there and we're talking and like giggling and there's like awkward silences and then talking again and then i kind of started to see you know the candle flames like getting a little more wavy and i was like all sure. right crew i think i'm out <laughs> and put on my little blindfold and we set up um little sleeping areas in the living room so we each had our own place to be cozy and um i had it on and i think i fell asleep almost for a little mm. bit but i could see a sliver of my hand mm-hmm. and that grounded under- you a little bit mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and i kept checking in with that i was like does that look weird no mm-hmm. does that look weird no and then eventually it started to look weird. <laughs> 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 it was basically an opening into a different dimension <laughs> yes but yeah Yeah, it was exactly that. It was like I I could feel like the music and I could I was like, oh, I understand like psychedelic patterns now. Mm -hmm. I understand why like there's melting colors and Mm -hmm. all of that. This, And I just could think of my therapist talking to me the week prior being like, you'll find out if this suits you or not. She said that. That's a very nice way to send you off, you know, because like a weird side eye from her could have sent you off on a different path if that's something you could have thought of. Yeah. Yes. And so then when I thought of that, I was like, this suits me. This is great. <laughs> this is fun. Like, wow. And really just into the the depths of everything. Like I could like I could see all the threads of humanity, like all of the stories, all of the lives, all of the things we could ever create ever. And just like weaving in and out of that and looking at it macro, then looking at it micro and it was so fun but and then for how for how long i don't i know we don't know what the time is at this point because it's hard to tell tell. it's hard to tell but was it like like, far in early in like what one third in one tenth in i don't know this was three hours into the night jesus christ that's 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 the thing with ayahuasca this was (laughs) at freaking 11 p.m right that i started that i started to get scared (laughs) okay and it was something where I'm like in it. I'm like, wow, wow, this is incredible. And suddenly this question came in my mind very specifically. Why do we use Netflix? Why do people use Netflix when we have our minds? Yeah. This doesn't make sense. But then it started me down this path of like technology, of not understanding mm. how technology worked anymore. And thinking like, this is so inefficient. This doesn't make sense why we use these tools. Oh, suddenly thinking of my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want to have that phone around. Yeah. Why do we use phones? Mm -hmm. Wait, I don't even know how phones work. They're so like, it's it's interesting you say that because the phones is the first thing you want to just push away when you start feeling mushroom in your body. Like the Mm -hmm. screen is the first thing you just want to be like, I don't want to look at that. Like the only reason I use ever phone when I'm trip when I trip, like if I trip, um, 
is to have like music if i really like if i'm like cuddle like just like by myself in bed like crying my you know eyes out from happiness slash grief everything and then i will listen to music like right in my ear so the phone is right no. there but it's like yeah. in the airplane mode because i'm like i don't want to even look at it i don't want to um and it's interesting what music was she playing was it like tribal music was it because elect electronic music can make people a little cray it so she uh yeah it was some of her own music that she makes mm -hmm. and it was electron electronic mm -hmm. and like tribal and some more yoga calming mm -hmm. sound so all of that yeah and then, so it could have been like the more tech like a techno music is what like mm -hmm. sent you off into like thinking about like the black mirror of it all like of computers like, who knows yeah maybe deep i don't know but then i started thinking about that damn phone and then that's when i decided to take off my blindfold oh and we were told that oh and one of the things that she said in the beginning was um and you can't leave by the way like and don't touch each other when yeah. you're in your experience and just kind of keep your blindfold on and stay in your own space but then i took my blindfold <sighs> off and the first thought i had was i need to get the fuck out of here i need to leave oh my god I'm, yeah it was like i need to go i need to go and Dude. it was like my, my head was like on a swivel like sure super tall. It was. yeah just looking at everything like wait oh who god. am i why did i do this why do I feel this way? Like, I don't understand how phones work. I don't understand how anything works. What is going on? And truly, I lost my fucking mind. Yeah. I lost my mind. It was gone. It was, was it your ego gone back looking back? Was it just like what, what, your humanity was gone? Like, what, how I have you a describe? whole thing. I don't want to spoil. No spoilers. Okay, no spoilers, guys. No spoilers. <laughs> We're building very specifically to up to something. So, okay. There, yeah, I'm but it in. was like, I was freaking out and um, I did. I grabbed my phone. I had to grab my phone because I felt myself like slipping. Like, what? Who, I don't know what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I can live through this because this is so hard this is so scary and this is so hard so i picked up my phone and i started just like thinking in my heart like i need to stay alive for my boyfriend john and mm -hmm. my dog Shout I need out, to stay fans of the show and friends <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah and like it, it like i started like repeating my boyfriend's name to myself to like ground mm -hmm. myself back down into like, who i was because I completely, I, I felt so far away from that and it felt terrifying. So I started texting John and it scared him because I was like, hey, I need you to pick me up. I'm not having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, like John, you know, getting those text messages, it, he really was like, I know she's tripping right now. I know she's safe. Should I go pick her up? Right. But he didn't. It's very hard to tell. Mm -hmm. and it was, it was his first time you know experiencing me like that too because mm -hmm. he, he's not into this kind of stuff so um but they he just, was very they just yeah. have to roll with everything they they do <laughs> <laughs> they do and he did oh my gosh he he was a trooper he was like go journal i said this is my journaling yeah you don't tell me what to, you don't tell me what to do <laughs> I, know. I was like, I am so happy I to know. have you in my life. I yeah. love you so much. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> and being like, I will look at this. And so eventually, you know, he was like, okay, I'm going to go now. Have fun. 
I hope you're calm. All good. So he kind yeah. of talked through you through a little bit. Where's the facilitator mm-hmm. at this point? When you are when is, you are having like a mental breakdown, where is she? I was having a mental breakdown, and she's like three feet that way, like to my right. You know, just Which, there. What is she doing? You know, huh? What is she doing? She's playing music, and she's just watching us. But the you know the thing is, even though I was in my head when I asked her afterwards, she was like, "You were fine. You seemed like very like quiet, and you both were so dedicated to going through your journeys." Huh. And like I heard you crying, but it was very much this inward spiral. Because I was so weird the way you describe her participation. Because usually, I, I know that's occasionally during my mushroom trips is what I need my husband now uh, to like talk me through it, like physically being like, "You're okay." No, hundreds mm-hmm. of times, "You're okay." It's just the mm-hmm. mushrooms. It's good. It's working through your system. It's, it's you know and it's and i from what i've seen in goop guys the pilot episode of that first <laughs> season of goop is that similar to what they do the facilitators like the certifica- certified you know facilitators in ayahuasca they're very present and they're like they're like checking in a lot so but you're saying the style of this trip was like she was just like doing her thing and just like watching to make sure you're safe but she's not engaging I, she did eventually check in with us, but I think she was giving us like me. She maybe checked in around four hours, but I started freaking out at three hours, <laughs> silently freaking out, mm-hmm. looking at my phone. And she noticed that I started looking at my phone, but she said, in hindsight, you're an adult, so I let you do that. Okay. It, whatever yeah, it was. Who, who I, knows how she gets she. That could be worse to be like, hey, get off your phone. Yeah. And like, I really, really do think in that moment, it was the best thing I could have done. I don't regret reaching out to my boyfriend when I felt like I was on the precipice of losing my mind. Again, it's like standing in the line at Disneyland, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like Lost, uh, the constant. No, big Lost fans. No. Oh, wait, I watch all Lost, but now I don't. Uh, Desmond and Penny, she was his constant, so he was always able to find her through. Yes. All right. Yes. That's exactly, yeah. Well, you should, was, you should listen to an episode of Lost that I made with my former years ago, or well, probably a year ago, former <laughs> co-host Stephen Cohen about him talking about Lost and then the, oh I think, f- finale of Lost that he's a big fan of. Popular episode. Popular episode. The finale? And yeah, our of, podcast. Of our show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More importantly. Um, wow. Okay. So this is like we're talking. We're in like hour four now, right? So you had this so conversation with John. Four. You, John and you like, we're like, okay. Like he's like, you're back in good hands. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling all right about this. Uh, uh-huh. And then what happens next? How, how do you feel like this ayahuasca thing is coming in waves or is it just building up consistently? Uh, then I think that was um, that I think was the hump of it for me, mm-hmm. like how much I took because I got really really scared, and then it was like coming down from that and just like breathing, and I started listening more to the music. And I had to stop myself from looking at the clock because every minute felt like 45 minutes in a horrible yes. way. Yes. No, I know. I know. I know that feeling, man. Yeah. Yeah. When you're like, and what? Only one minute passed of this? <laughs> like, like I am 
I am burning in hell right now. This is it's been one mm. minute. I've been yeah. here for hours in this one yes, minute. Yes, and I, it was like my my mind <sighs> was broken. I was just, I felt broken. I was like I can't believe I decided to do this. I chose to do this. I don't even know who I am anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I, but I know there's more time because this is only the beginning. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. And, and do, just what are you thinking of your friend at this point? Like, do you think of her at all or her, her or him? Or I don't know what. The, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the facilitator went to the bathroom. Yeah. And we had a moment to ourselves oh. where we checked in. <laughs> and my friend was like, I'm just so happy. Oh, like laughing, crying. And I was like, I miss John. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. That's good. So, yeah, I, I was definitely like cry baby, sad baby. Mm -hmm. And yeah, then the rest of the time basically was breathing deeply, listening to the music. And my brain just hurt so badly. It hurt so badly. And all this messaging just kept coming up about family, right? Like, family is the most important thing like everything else like it doesn't matter it's wow. family it's family it's family and i was texting john being like i i i can't wait like for a family like to make a family mm -hmm. but i miss clowning mm -hmm. and uh, for whoever's listening clowning is very important to me and it's, I, I think is a part of like my performer journey part um, of your identity yeah and and john like texted back saying you can still be a clown. Mm -hmm. And that just like soothed me so oh, much. No, they're so like, sweet. Oh. They, they are so sweet when they do that. When they tell you what you need to hear. <laughs> yeah, I was like, thank you. Oh my God, I really did need to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank uh, you. Yeah. And um, yeah, anyways, by the end of it, we finally like talked with each other ugh, like 12 p.m. the next day. But you, was, did you stay in her apartment, in your friend's apartment? Yes, I yeah. never left. I stayed. I, I, I would never leave. Like, yeah, I would. Yeah. Why would you? No, 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 no. I, and I wasn't allowed to. That oh. Was the, so that was until, the until noon was the rule. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the facilitator had said that that was, like, the latest she had ever stayed. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, then we, like, talked and shared kind of what we what our downloads were of information mm -hmm. or what messaging was coming through and i felt really sh shaken to my core about all of it it was like my brain had a thai massage yeah yeah and, yeah 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 mm -hmm. yeah and i was just crying like sobbing were you hungry like, uh hardly no i think we we tried to drink some tea and uh -huh. i was like this is too much this is too much got home and I had like some crackers. Like, yeah. Oh, that's too much. Yeah. Felt like I'd just come back from the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Went into bed. I was like, oh, I can't believe I did that. And, and anytime I looked at pictures of people, like there's pictures of friends and stuff on our fridge. It's like things looked a little different. Like, you know, something about the eyes. Yeah, like, the eyes. The yeah, animals look different too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the facilitator had mentioned, you know, this is like your soul is having a human experience. And that's how I felt that my soul now was more 
present, like seeing things and experiencing things than my human part was. And yeah, or I, I call it divine being. That's probably the same thing we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it was very, very mushy, like very raw, very sensitive, and it stayed like that for three or four days afterwards. Um, and John and I had we were going on a camping trip, and it was you know we got in perfect. a little fight. That's perfect. Huh? Oh, well, oh, it's a perfect timing. It was perfect timing to go, but still, like, we still got in a fight with each other mm. because it was, like, I had just gone through this really, mm -hmm. uh, like, I had never experienced anything like that before. And I was trying to communicate what it felt like to just need him so much in that moment. And I think that was hard, too, of how now do you share this with your partner who was there with you maybe in your own mind, but was having a completely different experience. On the I know, other side I know what you head. mean. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes even in the middle of a trip or like a deep trip, I write down like my thoughts and they're insane. I still have them and I check in and they're still insane. But, um, but I would start just thinking of like people in my life and they would become this like archetype, like very much like hero's journey, like, like this guy, like when I worked on like this writing job, I was like, well, this guy, he was always like, like the, the Gandalf to me. Like he was the Gandalf. Like, and I would be just like all this like mentor, like even though like there wasn't like a direct mentor, um, student, whatever, like feelings that I picked up on real life. I picked up on that in the mushroom trip. And I was like, no, I learned a lot from him, like how to be or mm -hmm. something. And, mm -hmm. um, but like, then all the conversations I've had with him since, they never had that same levity. So I think that it is like the same thing of like how you experience this person in your trip doesn't mean that they had that experience at all. Like even if you were communicating with them in the middle of this trip, yeah. especially if your boyfriend doesn't have psychedelic experiences and he has to deal with like, oh my God, like, okay, like, wh like what exactly are we talking about? Like how do I comprehend this mm -hmm. yeah and uh it was cuckoo it was cuckoo and i i couldn't bring myself to even journal or anything i still felt like i was processing something and i i didn't have the words yet to put onto page well my friend who had done the experience with mm. me she had pages and pages <laughs> of journaling but like i just i couldn't get myself to do it um and then the surprise epilogue to this, or kind of like the final chapter, is that uh, a month ago, I had made an appointment to meet with a psychic. And the psychic is the like the psychic detective of Burbank. Her name is Debbie. <laughs> And I was just very curious of like, who is this person that's a psychic detective for Burbank? Like, sure, I'll get a reading for them. And it just so happened to be a week after the ayahuasca experience. And uh, so we had like 30 minutes scheduled where I could ask her a question. And when she called me, I was like, hey, I just did ayahuasca. There was like a ton of messaging that came up about family. But I'm, just, I'm curious, how does this blend into my career? And her advice to me was the messaging that had came up about family 
was my ego, was my body talking. And it meant that my body's aura was really full with stories from family that had been projected onto me. And so when we take ayahuasca, we try to connect with spirit, but my body, my ego stepped in and was like bringing me back to what I knew. Well, the human experience, mm-hmm. which the family is as universal as it mm-hmm. gets for anybody, whether it's your adopted family or blood yeah. family. Mm-hmm. Which had made so much sense of why it made me so sad and kind of shaken of like, this doesn't feel like this is connected to a higher place. It, it's kind of like a more a heavier feeling and just her telling me that had really opened up a lot for me where I finally felt like I could journal about my experience because it was like yeah I I felt like my body just did a huge kegel and was like no Mm -hmm. like you can't get you can't get up there you you experienced it for a couple seconds you have to come back down to this messaging where it's like only family you can't think of anything else like you can't think of yourself you can't think of your own creativity or what you can do with your creativity. And yeah, I was so grateful that I had made that appointment because it, yeah, it really, it felt like a Rubik's cube. Like, oh my God, thank God. Yeah. That is pretty wild. That's great that you had that, like <laughs> to follow up. Like follow imagine up. what do you, follow up. Mm-hmm. Do you think where would you be if you didn't book that appointment? Oh my gosh. I mean, I I don't know. It just felt so divine and mm-hmm. divine timing in that way. Like Yeah, it's it's a hard question to to answer cuz yeah, how could it be any other way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just it I don't see I can't really see the timeline of what it would be like mm-hmm. if I just kept process. I mean, sure, I could keep processing it and I'm an optimist and I probably would figure it out eventually. There's some different means. But, like, I'm glad that I found out this way. And, uh, yeah, and she was such an interesting person. Shout <laughs> so. out to Debbie, the psychic detective of Burbank. <laughs> friend uh, of the show. Friend of the show. Yeah. Natasha, were there any characters or visitations that you had in your trips that you want to mention that were memorable? I, I don't know how ayahuasca trips works, but sometimes in mushrooms you get to like stick around with like one person or one entity and hang out with them. I think a lot of people that I've talked to afterwards have mentioned like seeing and describing it as mother ayahuasca, mm-hmm. kind of just this feminine force that's mm-hmm. like, sit down, let's talk mm-hmm. about the stuff you're going through. And I think I did have an experience in the beginning where, you know, what you were saying earlier, Sasha, oh, am I going to think about this thing or figure out this thing? And then it was like, nope, whoosh, clearing the table. It's this other stuff. You're actually going to have a great time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Until it wasn't a great time. But (laughs) But it's all part of, you know, the thing. It's the line in Disneyland. I I don't think I was seeing any. I was just feeling all the feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you want to do it again? Uh, Yeah. Are you going I, to do it again? I, I think I w- will. I'm what pretty about your sure. Friend? Huh? What about your friend? I think she's she's into doing it again too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think the biggest message 
when I first came out, I thought it was one thing. I thought it was the thing about family. And then after things clicked into place, I was like, oh, it really is about how I felt like I lost myself and I was able to come back. Like, even if I completely lost my way, I can trust myself and know that I can bring myself back. Mm -hmm. Like I have more power in exploring things that I give myself credit. And I think it's gonna keep changing and mm -hmm. still have more layers of like, what was the messaging that came through to me, but it really was that this round. I mean, it really creates, I believe the psychedelic trips create just like new neuron paths like in your brain that were never there. They just used to go on the same old track of thoughts, you know? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you were just completely shaken up and we're just going completely out of the box, different directions here. And that's an expansion for human experience. Totally. <laughs> it really was. It was like all the all the trippy visuals I definitely saw. <laughs> yeah, you worked out your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the work, workout for the, for the lifetime. Mm-hmm. Was it nice to see your dog afterwards? Oh, yeah. Isn't it like the best to connect to just like animals and be like, they knew the whole time what I was doing. Yeah. And also just seeing how like Rudy is such a high energy little wiggly butt dog. And so as soon as he saw me, yeah, just like wiggly, wiggly, wiggly and like kissing and like no regards to his mama being like, uh, I just <laughs> Like, just like, I'm happy to see you. Yeah, but you also knew, like, they know. I, I don't know. I mean, especially when you do it next to them. My animals, like, oh. immediately, they're just like, oh, you're doing that thing? I'm not going to bother you. And Spoon would just <laughs> lay. Spoon would, like, lean against me. And he'll be, like, this nurse. This, like, just body there just sleeping next to me to be like, I'm just here to ground you. But I know that you were, like, writhing in, like, whatever mm -hmm. is going on through your brain. Like, He's just like, I'm here. I know what's going on. And the cats totally, the cats know more than anybody. And if you have like an oh. eye contact with the cat, they will look at you back and they'll be like, oh, motherfucker, I knew, like, <laughs> I, I know everything that's going on through your head. Like, they are so connected to like psychedelic drugs, cats. It's insane. Oh my gosh. It's so weird. Yeah. They become so I... puffy too. They become like really puffy, like puffier than normal. And you were like having <laughs> <laughs> Just they're like, it. yeah, they're like vibrating with puffs. Like, it's very crazy. Huh. It's very cute. Man, this was, this was like, this just gave me like that feeling, you know? Yeah, definitely gives, gives you the, the flashback feelings to all different types <laughs> of trips. For sure. Should we, is there anything we need to mention about ayahuasca? Because, you know, Joe and I were just listening for the most part, in, except me and Joe perlaying our... Um, relationship with psychedelic drugs in general, but it's mostly about your experience, Natasha. Is there anything you want to mention that we haven't talked about before we go into the final rating system? And I have an oh. idea for it. I have an idea for the rating system. Oh. I don't know. I think I think I, I want to make my PSA. Like, if you're interested in doing it, yeah, read about it. Mm -hmm. Meditate on it, journal on it, and do it. It's really, really <laughs> special. <laughs> and I don't know. I think there's some um, very specific. I mean, obviously, we're not doctors here. But there's very some specific um, 
uh, no-nos? If you're certain drugs you're on, inhibitors, the MO inhibitors, whatever. If you're on anxiety, yeah, medication. Yeah, there's certain medications that mm. will um, be no bueno for you to take uh, ayahuasca on. So just, you know, do your research, talk to... Uh, and do it with, like, a facility. Like, don't just, like... My maybe then my other advice is don't just do it by yourself. Like have someone who knows what they're yeah. doing, like guiding you through it. And uh, hopefully they're not like you don't have to go to the Amazon. I feel like and be like, or you don't have to like be ripped off by a fancy like Beverly Hills party. Like I, it sounds like your context was very like safe. You know, like you knew the facilitator, <laughs> you trusted her. You're obviously your good friend, um, and so. To me, like, that's a good way to do it. Like, it's something I would be more willing to go into in this context, as opposed mm -hmm. to me either spending some money on, like, some, like, crazy, like, party with strangers. Uh, we have, like, golden buckets to poop in and pop <laughs> it in. Uh, and, or, like, you know, going to Amazon and be like, am I really being, like, helpful, though, coming here and doing this? Um, yeah, does it, anybody want me here or am yeah. I just a cheap... Or is it even, buck? like, the people who do it or is it just the business? Like, you know, it's just it just being, like, that, you know, clueless yeah. um, uh, American type of person. But so I, I, I think that your experience has a really nice set and setting. Uh, set sounds like you had a right set and the setting was, was good. Yeah, it was definitely a good first time for show. Nice. Push it, push it. <laughs> so um, I know that we it's kind of hard to do the scale because we haven't done ayahuasca, Joe and I. But I suggest that we can do a scale where we rate ayahuasca, I want to do ayahuasca against I want to do something else. Mm. But you, okay. Natasha, don't have to do it because you already done it. So you can just compare it to a different experience in your life that you've experienced. You could do classic rating system. Classic rating maybe. system. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to think. What would I want to do? If you if you come up with something, Joe, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I guess DMT would be on the list. I would want to do mm -hmm. that. Um, it's really hard to, to say if I would want to do that or this. Uh, the length of time, definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's a commitment. So maybe uh, DMT is like at a, a nine and ayahuasca is at an eight. Mm. All right. The time is the one that's usually makes people like be like should i should i not yeah um if i were to okay what are the big experiences in life like um that people take um mm, mm. what about like um bungee cord jump jump you know something <laughs> like like people do sure. like like it's crazy i've done it once in my life i don't have to do it again I would say one to that. One. I don't want to jump with anything. I don't want to jump with anything. I don't want my body to be floating yep. up in the space. I don't want any. I don't want to win roller coasters. I don't want any of that. Like, I do not touch me, like, in this context. Like, touch me. But don't touch me. Um, so that is a one. And doing ayahuasca, I would say, for me, is, a, is an eight. Mm -hmm. Definitely into it. Just a little like, oh, uh, well, is this the right person that's going to guide me through it? That's the only two points that I'm like still debating, let's say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think that's a really good thing to compare it with, the bungee jumping versus. <laughs> <laughs> I recently had a dream that I, I went skydiving, but I went skydiving at night because it was cheaper. 
And then in oh. my dream, I was like, oh, I wish I'm I could curious. see stuff. <laughs> uh, what about you, Natasha? Um, I think I want to do skydiving versus ayahuasca. And I think, yeah, I mean, I could go without skydiving. Mm-hmm. I really could. Even though I love roller coasters and stuff. Mm. But I, I would still put it out of five. Like, it's either yes or no. You know, I could go without it, though. Um, but then ayahuasca. Oh, man. I think I'm at like a 9.5. Like <laughs> it's it's almost your a, name. It's, it's almost like name. 100% I would do it again. It's basically Only- asking you to come for a follow-up and give you something completely different <laughs> from what it's been. But yeah. follow-up is a very real thing when they're like, they're like, no, there's like needs to be a follow-up. And you're like, what, in eight weeks I came back and I'm doing it again? Yeah, because yeah. like you needed the follow-up to the first thing. They happened. Yeah, because there are people that go, you know, onto the Amazon and then they do it for three nights straight and they're like very happy that they did it three nights straight. Then there's some people that they do it like 90 times <laughs> in a row. And I'm like, what the hell? So, no, I'm very glad that I did mm-hmm. it one time and I had time to recover after that because I felt like I already had so much information and stuff to just start sorting through ayahuasca uoasca weoasca words of a wise man <laughs> natasha thank you for coming on shut up i love it to talk about your very personal experiences with ayahuasca thank you thank you for listening to me and asking me <laughs> oh, going back to our old phones and uh, the technology where can our listeners find you on the internets you can find me on my Instagram at Champagne Tashi, and I'm also um, a part of a virtual circus that wow. will be debuting online and in Munich at the beginning of March. Awesome. Um, go and check out Natasha in a live circus online. <laughs> That's crazy. That's a awesome. Vert cirque. Yeah. Joe, what's going on with you? You could check out my Kickstarter starting March 1st for my comic book check it out just go to my twitter you'll be able to find all the information on it uh i'd really appreciate it if we met the goal then issue one and two will hit your uh inbox you they just get it hard so get it yeah and follow us on follow us on shut up i love it one on facebook twitter and instagram please rate us on itunes and thank you elizabeth salute for artwork thank you mr owl for this awesome track Now that's the guy who knows a lot about psychedelics, Mr. Owl. (laughs) And thank you for listening.